What is up, guys? So today we're going to have a podcast. I'm here with my friends. Daniel Liu. Rashepo. And Isaiah Fuli. All right, and today we're going to be discussing on what we believe is the most accurate and most realistic theory as to how the Americas got populated. Today I'll be explaining why I believe the Bering Strait land bridge is the most practical. Me and Isaiah Fuller will be discussing why the Kelp uh, Superhighway is the best actor. And mine is about the coastal migration theory. All right, that is amazing, guys. Let's start it off with all of you and Isaiah. Uh, okay. So, our theory is the Kelp Highway Theory. The Kelp Highway Theory is a theory that suggests that the first Americans arrived not by land, but by sea, following the coastline of the Pacific Rim of Northern Asia and the Beringia to as far south as South America. And I'll be discussing of why it is more accurate than the Beringian land bridge. So the reason why people think it's more accurate is due to the fact of it. There are sites in Chile that date back 18, at least 18,000 years before uh, the Beringian land bridge. And with this being said, we think that it's, it's more accurate due to the fact that it was an earlier way of travel. The Virginian language may have happened, but the first way of Americans or of people migrating to the Americas would be through the Kelp Highway. Do you hear anything to say or against it? Because I believe we're correct. Also, I would like to point out that kelp itself was used as many different things. You could use it to build things. You could, you could eat it. You could use it as clothing. There were many different uses of kelp. So that's another reason why me and Oliu believe that kelp, the kelp highway, is the most credible source of how the early Americans got here. Passing it on. Brandon, would you like to take the, the floor for us? All right. Great explanation, guys. Very good. Very good evidence. Uh, so now coming up, we are doing island hopping. Island hopping. Well, you see, island hopping is probably one of the more valid theories. It's actually starting to become one of the more accepted ones by most archaeologists. I'm Cap. currently talking. Please give the floor to me. Cap. So, as you can see, if you look, the sea levels are rising, right? As previously stated, from what these guys said, the sea levels are rising, but that completely disproves their theory because the forests are now flooded with water. So now you, the kelp theory is like, the kelp forest started to come split up. And now you're talking about people who are 17,000 years ago they don't know anything, you know, like they have to go from place to place. But what happens if like when the cup forest stops, now they're lost. Where do they do? What do they go? Where do they go? Like, what can they do? They can't do anything. Can... So it really doesn't make sense if they get lost, you know, sea levels rising. So what does the sea level rise mean? That means they had to take boat and items like that to cross across the sea. And there's proof of this because there are actually like physical fossils that prove that there were humans all the way in Chile from around 17,000 years ago, which is about like 500 years, you know, before there was even a Bering land bridge. Exactly. And there's actually a lot of proof on other islands that show that the island hopping theory has some credibility to it. It's currently a new theory. So there's a lot of evidence coming out nonstop and it's just coming more and more. One of the evidence, for example, is that there are certain rocks that have what is called a beryllium 10 atoms. These brilliant 10 atoms actually show the exposure of sunlight onto certain rocks 
you know, after the ice sheets melted off, and they found that it was around 17,000 years ago. This means that there were people on these places and that there were, like, people who were using these islands to hop, which kind of makes sense. As, like, well, you can't follow the kelp ring unless, you know, you have, like, a boat because of the rising sea. Maybe they knew how to make a boat. Well, you see, it's we're not. It's seventeen thousand years. You know, we're just as smart as we were back then because basic evolution. That's true. If you got lost, that's a different thing because they didn't have maps. But to build a boat is fairly easy. Exactly. So you would think that they would I just build a boat myself uh, on a whim. Down, say they lose the kelp forest, and they go on a whim, just straight, continue going straight, follow the land, and continue following, the, and then they will eventually they'll get no, lost. They won't get lost. What are you talking about? They will eventually lead or meet the kelp forest again and follow it again. Around the Pacific Rim. Yeah, bonds they don't find it. You see, when you go into the ocean, you can find the island. Islands are easier when there's nothing that's, around. That's, Do you have any evidence of human artifacts near kelp forests? Uh, I had no idea. Because there's plenty of artifacts of people on these islands. Um, Deep, can we hear your point? There's even before, before we continue arguing from seventeen thousand years ago with his uh with his theory. Yeah, well, let's hear Deep. All right, well, thank thank you, Chris. Uh, that was a very good explanation. Um, I don't want to okay, well, so now I'm going to be defending the theory of the Bering Strait land bridge and refuting island hopping. So, basically, the Bering Strait land bridge was a land bridge that connected Alaska to Russia, obviously current day, Alaska current day, Russia, so it connected both the western and the eastern hemispheres together. And that that land bridge has been estimated to have been created about 20,000 years ago. And they're estimating that people crossed it about 16,500 years ago. Obviously, there can be new evidence to support that maybe the land bridge was, um, the land bridge's creation became, became earlier and then people came earlier also though what they also say is that why did they pass the land bridge well they say that was because they're looking for they're following herds because but people back people back then there weren't developed civilizations as there are today people would were nomads they would go around hunt different animals with their tribe and everything so that is true that is true they would have to follow their prey i deep kind of spitting right yes he do be preaching how did they not freeze? It's too cold up there. It's Alaska. They 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 were, they were hunters. I'm sure that they knew how to kill their prey and skin them to use them their skin. Yes, as well. Actually, actually, I would like to uh, chime in some uh, facts, if I may. Okay. Uh, you may. During the 18th century, Peter the Great, the Russian Tsar, mm-hmm. from 1682 to 1725 chartered an exploration of the eastern borders of the Russian Empire, right? Okay. He recruited a Danish explorer, Vitus Bering, which is where you get the name Bering, mm-hmm. right? Speaking of Yeah. Stuff. He led an expedition in the Bering Strait region. Before the expedition, maps of Siberia sometimes contained a large landmass across the water from the, Ch- from the Chukchi Peninsula. However, no definite amount of travel through the strait had been recorded by the early 1700s. Okay. So you're pretty much saying that, that even though 
the person who was on the expedition to find or was just searching how we were found, I'm, I'm assuming, is false? What I'm saying is that there's no way that this could have been a Okay. All right. Well, I don't know about that, Isaiah. I'd trust the, science, the present day scientists over a guy in the 17th century, but that's just my theory. So let me First of all, first of all, first of all, the source, the dot, dot source, the source, exactly. And he let, said, me, "Let me continue." So yes, they, I was going to say they would have to, they would have to pass this land bridge, um, because they were following the herds of their of the animals. Let's say that they were that they were bison. So okay. the animals would end up crossing the land bridge, trying to go away from this village that was hunting them down, and eventually they they walked into unfamiliar land. And they realized, wow, this is abandoned. And mm-hmm. to an it's a new place. Their prey, their prey was there. They realized how much um, more wildlife there was there. Until a couple, a couple centuries later, when civilizations um, stopped being nomads and they actually started becoming um, civilization, they started to stay down where they were. They would start, they would start to grow plants and everything, growing their own food sources, and they would still, they would still hunt, obviously. Okay, so what do you have against the island hopping? Island hopping well, the, well, what I have against the kelp highway and the island hopping is that there's no true reason as to why they would be doing this type of stuff. Like, at least for the Beringian land bridge or the Bering Strait land bridge, they had a reason. They were following the herds of prey that were going through the land bridge. Well... For... I mean, there's still evidence that there were people there, so they obviously did have a reason. I mean, you could question the reason, but it's still an undeniable fact that there's literal evidence that they were yeah, there. Yeah, but it might be evidence, but the thing is that, if you think about it, my, the Kelp Highway happened thousands upon thousands of years before the Bering Land Bridge. It was always Yeah, how do you explain that there were people in Chile before the Land Bridge even There might have been a Land Bridge, but it was definitely thousands of years after the highway was first. Well, when was the, when was the Kelp um, super highway. According um, according to so, my source, it says that it is about eighteen thousand years before the Cup Highway, or the the Bering Land Bridge. Excuse me. And also, kelp is something natural. Kelp grows on the sea floor, so is let's say so. So yeah, the world went through an ice age. No matter what, there was still kelp in the sea. So before there was ice, in the ice age, there was kelp on the sea floor. Well, exactly. See, the policy that I see with that, which further proves, which further proves, and debunks the theory. The Baron Lambert. Of why, of why people came to this place, came to the Americas, to the kelp highway. It, well, see, so, the fallacy that I see with that is that your argument is that the kelp highway has been there 18,000 years before the Bering Well, there was 18,000 years ago. I don't know when the Bering Land Bridge was. 18,000 years ago or 18,000 years before the Beringian Land Bridge? According to my sources, it says here that it was... ...to go back 20,000 years. Uh, hold on, give me a second. Does it say that there was a site in, in Chile named Monteverde site that it was occupied as early as 18,000 years ago? But yeah, also taking into account of the years that were prior to finding that place. And it says that the rising of the, of the seas was 26,500 years ago. And it still talks about how they were still using the Kapagwe in that time. 
Well, my my other my other argument against that is that um, I don't believe that they had the actual technology to be able to do that. Yes, they yes they had boats, but who says that they had enough food? Well, exactly. That's what but you just said that people were the people there were smart enough to survive in the cold, but now they're not smart enough to move around. That doesn't well, make sense. That, that people back then, I'm sure they would, that they would know what to use their prey for. They can. They. I'm sure that they had to skin their prey before they would eat it, and then they can use the skin. As so, so yeah, but more. so, so but also so the kelp. So, so, so let's force. think about this. Go, So let's think about this, right? So the people back then had a, had a struggle with technology. How were they? Ki- how were they killing animals? They were. They sure were not doing it with their bare hands. Well, the thing is, is that tools. spears and stuff like that weapons. have been around. Exactly. As far they as had weapons. I've gone they back. Had, and they started off to create weapons to kill animals. And around the kelp sure. forest, there are tons upon tons of sea life. Okay, but see, but how do you catch sea life with a fishing rod? Correct. You don't need to. It's called spear fishing. <laughs> Yes, you don't. You don't need to. You, that when you're in you the Pacific Ocean in the deep water, and also, gonna... also, 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 let's not forget right, the source. You do spear fishing in rivers and ponds and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, but I'm assuming that say like seals, so they go off for water and for air. They could stab it while they're trying to get for air. Wow, boys, yeah, boys, we're, go we're for forgetting. Go, 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 go. Boys, we're forgetting something very important, something very simple. That was okay. a tool to catch sea life. Oh, a fishing rod? They had nets. They had, they had nets. They had nets. They had nets. They were weaving. They had clothes. If they had clothes, I'm sure they could make nets. Mm. Nets were essential in catching sea life. Yeah. They were used for rivers and stuff like that, yeah. Well, see, the fishing nets were only invented about 10,300 years ago. Okay. Well, I still believe that they're still able to find out a way because kelp itself can be eaten. The plant itself can be eaten. That's how yeah. we use like, uh, for sushi and stuff like that. It can be used for many different various of things. Like yes, how Rochelle said. Eat the raw kelp that they took from the forest and the washes because that much salt water that must be on there um, would probably be... No, but the thing is that bad. kelp actually provides clean water. Hmm, interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, so I didn't know that either until I searched through my sources. But it provides clean water and also like tons of wildlife according to my source. Exactly. Well, so you learn something new every day. Yes, so my question is, how, how were they we do. catch that wildlife that fishing rods and fishing nets were dated to well, be invented? Again, they still, they still had some sort of weapon to kill something. And how you said before, how they were following their food. Like through the uh, the brain number, excuse me, um, it was still possible to find it, or at least to hunt. They they're not, they might be very old and uh, unmodernized people or, or civilization, but they still had a way, or they still had the, the brains to find a way to to kill. There's no way they'll go on a on a trip or on a on a excavation or tradition, excuse me. Uh, without knowing how to kill animals. Okay, well, that's a very interesting theory, but uh, I'm actually here to refute the island hopping theory with uh, Restrepo. So my problem is with the island hopping is the same as I said before. How they, I don't believe that they have the technology to go um, completely across the Pacific Ocean, which takes up, which is like 
which takes up um how how do I say this more area than any any continent in the world. I mean, there's actually a physical path. You know, you take the Marshall Islands, the French Polynesians. There's a lot more islands in the way than you think. There were people on Hawaii already when we when people first discovered Hawaii. Levels were they there when they were? They were actually fairly low. Sea levels have been rising, so that means there's probably more land masses than you think, and that there already are. Yeah, but would they would they know how to survive on those islands? Because honestly, those islands probably don't have much wildlife on them. I mean, back then they could have. There was a lot more land. You know, we don't know. Like, there's people right now already on the French Polynesian, so they probably have a way to live. So it makes sense that you know, around like 1,800 years ago, when they were going across mm-hmm. the Pacific, you know. They probably had a lot more food there because people hadn't uh, taken abundant resources out. Exactly. As well as possible. All right. Well, just to wrap this up, because I think we're hitting the time limit of this podcast, uh, we still are debating. I say we don't have a for sure accurate way of thinking because there's still, of course, uh, kind of contradiction between the two or between the three uh, theories. But to say the least, I think we're all in some sort of way uh so curious of how there was of how they were uh transportation to the americas throughout americas so anything of the host to say before we end it off uh, i think deep should do that i believe that we all did a very good job we all had very good I say the same thing points to defend to defend our own Agreed. theory and we also all had very good points on on refuting each other's theories i agree all right, so we'll see you guys in class. Hit that outro. I will see you in class. We'll see you guys in class. Have a great day. I'll see you in class. Peace out. I love you. Have a Peace great out. day, guys. Goodbye. Love you guys, too. Peace out. What is up, guys? So today we're going to have a podcast. I'm here with my friends. Daniel Liu. Mishapo. And Isaiah Fuller. All right, and today we're going to be discussing on what we believe is the most accurate and most realistic theory as to how the Americas got populated. Today, I'll be explaining why I believe the Bering Strait land bridge is the most practical. Me and Isaiah Fuller will be discussing why the Kelp uh, Superhighway is the best accurate. And mine is about the coastal migration theory. All right, that is amazing, guys. Let's start it off with all of you and Isaiah. Okay, so our theory is the Kelp Highway Theory. The Kelp Highway Theory is a theory that suggests that the first Americans arrived not by land, but by sea, following the coastline of the Pacific Rim of Northern Asia and the Beringia to as far south as South America. And I'll be discussing of why it is more accurate than the Beringian land bridge. So the reason why people think it's more accurate is due to the fact of it. There are sites in Chile that date back eighteen, at least eighteen thousand years before uh, the Beringian Land Bridge. And with this being said, we think it's it's more accurate due to the fact that it was an earlier way of travel. The Beringian Land Bridge may have happened, but the first way of Americans or of people migrating to the Americas would be through the Kelp Highway. Do you hear anything to say or against it? Because I believe we're correct. Also, I would like to point out that kelp itself was used 
as many different things. You could use it to build things. You could, you could eat it. You could use it as clothing. There were many different uses of kelp. So that's another reason why me and Oliu believe that kelp, the kelp highway is the most credible source of how the early Americans got here. Passing it on. Brandon, would you like to take the, the floor for us? All right. Great explanation, guys. Very good. Very good evidence. Uh, so now coming up, we are doing island hopping. Island hopping. Well, you see, island hopping is probably one of the more valid theories. It's actually starting to become one of the more accepted ones by most archaeologists. I'm Cap. currently talking. Please give the floor to me. Cap. So, as you can see, if you look, the sea levels are rising, right? As previously stated, from what these guys said, the sea levels are rising, but that completely disproves their theory because the forests are now flooded with water. So now you, the kelp theory is like, the kelp forest started to come split up. And now you're talking about people who are 17,000 years ago, but they don't know anything, you know? Like, they have to go from place to place. But what happens if, like, when the kelp forest stops, now they're lost. Where do they do? What do they go? Where do they go? Like, what can they do? They can't do anything. Can... So it really doesn't make sense if they get lost, you know? Sea levels are rising. So what does a sea level rise mean? That means they had to take boats and items like that to cross across the sea. And there's proof of this because there are actually like physical fossils that prove that there were humans all the way in Chile from around 17,000 years ago, which is about like 500 years, you know, before there was even a bearing land bridge. Exactly. And there's actually a lot of proof on other islands that show that the island hopping theory has some credibility to it. It's currently a new theory. So there's a lot of evidence coming out nonstop and it's just coming more and more. One of the evidence, for example, is that there are certain rocks that have what is called a beryllium 10 atoms. These beryllium 10 atoms actually show the exposure of sunlight onto certain rocks, you know, after the ice sheets melted off. And they found that it was around 17,000 years ago. This means that there were people on these places and that there were like people who were using these islands to hop, which kind of makes sense. As like, well, you can't follow the kelp ring Unless, you know, you have, like, a boat because of the rising sea levels. Maybe you had to make a boat. Well, you see, it's we're not... It's 17,000 years, you know? We're just <laughs> as smart as we were back then because basic evolution. Yeah, sure. If you got lost, that's a different thing because they didn't have maps. But to build a boat is fairly easy. Exactly. So you would think that they would I just go build a boat myself. Uh, on a whim down... Say they lose the kelp forest. They might go on a whim, just straight, continue going straight, follow the land, and continue following... The, and then they will... Eventually, they'll get no, lost. They won't get lost. What are you talking about? They will eventually lead or meet the Kelp Force again and follow it again around the Pacific Rim. Yeah, but honestly, they don't find it. You see, when you go into the ocean, you can find the island. Islands are easier when there's nothing that's, around. That's, Do you have any evidence of human artifacts near Kelp Forest? Uh, I had no idea. Because <laughs> there's plenty of artifacts of people on these islands. Um, Deep, can we hear your point? There's even before, before we continue arguing, from 17,000 years ago. With his, uh, with his theory. Yeah, well, that's your deal. All right, well, thank thank you, Chris. Uh, that was a very good explanation. I don't know when I first Okay, well, <laughs> so now I'm going to be defending the theory of the Bering Strait land bridge and refuting island hopping. So, basically, the Bering Strait land bridge was a land bridge that connected Alaska to Russia, obviously, current day, Alaska, current day. Russia, so it connected both the Western and the Eastern Hemispheres together. And that that land bridge has been estimated to 
have been created about 20,000 years ago. And they're estimating that people crossed it about 16,500 years ago. Obviously, there can be new evidence to support that maybe the land bridge was um the land bridge's creation became became earlier and then people came earlier also so okay. what, what they also say is that why did they pass the land bridge well they say that was because they're looking for they're following herds because but people back people back then there weren't developed civilizations as there are today people would were nomads they would go around hunt different animals with their tribe and everything. so That is true, that to, is true. They would have to follow their prey. I deep kind of spitting right he now. Is, he do eat preaching. How did they not freeze? It's too cold up there. It's Alaska. They, 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 were, they were hunters. I'm sure that they knew how to kill their prey and skin them to use them. Their skin. Yes, as well. I, actually, I would like to uh, chime in some uh, facts, <laughs> if I may. Okay. Uh, you may. During the 18th century, Peter the Great, the Russian Tsar, mm-hmm. from 1682 to 1725, chartered an exploration of the eastern borders of the Russian Empire, right? Okay. He recruited a Danish explorer, Vitus Bering, which is where you get the name Bering, mm-hmm. right? Speaking Italian. Yeah. He led an expedition in the Bering Strait region. Before the expedition, maps of Siberia sometimes contain a large landmass across the water from the, Ch- from the Chukchi Peninsula. However, no definite amount of travel through the strait had been recorded by the early 1700s. Okay. So you're pretty much saying that, that even though the person who was on the expedition to find or was just searching how we were found I'm, I'm assuming is false what i'm saying is that there's no way that this could have been okay all right well i don't know about that isaiah i, I trust the sign the present-day scientists over a guy in the 17th century but that's just my theory so let me just first of all first of all first of all the source the dot dog source so the incredible source exactly and he's let, a, me, let me continue so yes i was gonna say they would have to they would have to pass this land bridge um, because they were following the herds of their of the animals let's say that they were, that they were bison so okay. the animals would end up crossing the land bridge trying to go away from this village that was hunting them down and eventually they they walked into unfamiliar land and they realized wow this is abandoned and mm-hmm. to an a new place their prey, their prey was there they realized how much um, more wildlife there was there until a couple, a couple centuries later when civilizations um, stopped being nomads and they actually started becoming um, a civilization. They started to stay down where they were. They would start they would start to grow plants and everything, growing their own food sources and they would still they would still hunt obviously. Okay. So what do you have against the island hopping? Island hopping well, the, well what I have against the Kelp Highway and the island hopping is that there's no true reason as to why they would be doing this type of stuff. Like, at least for the Beringian land bridge, or the Bering Strait land bridge, they had a reason. They were following the herds of prey that were going through the land bridge. Well, 
for I mean there's still evidence that there were people there so they obviously did have a reason I mean you could question the reason but it's still an undeniable fact that there's literal evidence that they were yeah, there but it might be evidence but the thing is that you think about it my the Kelp Highway happened thousands upon thousands of years before the Baron Lambridge it was always yeah how do you explain that there were people in Chile before the Lambridge even there might have been a Lambridge but it was definitely thousands of years after the highway was first well, when was the when was the kelp um, superhighway? Um, according according to my oh, source, it says that it is about eighteen thousand years before the kelp highway, or the the Bering Nightmare, Excuse me. And also, kelp is something natural. Kelp grows on the sea floor, so is let's say so. So yeah, the world went through an ice age. No matter what, there was still kelp. In the sea. So before there was ice, the ice age, there was kelp on the sea floor. What's exactly. the policy that I see with that? Which further proves, which further proves and debunks the theory the barren language. Of, why, of why people came to this place, came to the Americas, to the kelp highway. It, well, so, see, the fallacy that I see with that is that your argument is that the kelp highway has been there 18,000 years before the Burning Well, Lambert. it was 18,000 years ago. I don't know when the Burning Lambert was. 18,000 years ago or 18,000 years before the Beringian Lambert? According to my sources, it says here that it <laughs> was... Reported to go back 20,000 years. Uh, hold on, give me a second. This is that there's a site in, in Chile named Monteverde site that it was occupied as early as 18,000 years ago. But yeah, also taking uh, account of the years that were prior to finding that place. And then it says that the rising of the, of the seas was 26,500 years ago. And it still talks about how they were still using the Kapagwe in that time. Well, my, my, other, my other argument against that is that um, I don't believe that they had the actual technology to be able to do that. Yes, they, yes, they had boats, but... Who says that they had enough food? Well, exactly. That's what we're, but you just said that well, people were the people there were smart enough to survive in the cold, but now they're not smart enough to move around. That doesn't well, make sense. That, that that like, people back then, I'm sure they, that they would know what to use their prey for. They can. They. I'm sure that they had to skin their prey before they would eat it, and then they can use the skin. As so, so yeah, but so, so but also so let's, the kelp. So, so, so let's force. think about this. Go, Zango. So let's think about this, right? So. The people back then had a, had a struggle with technology. How were they ki- how were they killing animals? They were they sure were not doing it with their bare hands. Well, the thing is, is that tools. spears and stuff like that weapons. have been exactly. around. Exactly. They, they had weapons. I've gone they back. Had, they started off to create weapons to kill animals, and around the kelp sure. forest, there are tons upon tons of sea life. Okay, but see, but how do you catch sea life with a fishing rod? Correct. You don't need to. You go, it's called spear fishing. <laughs> Yes, you don't. You don't need to. Use, that when you're in you the Pacific Ocean in the deep water, and also, 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 let's not forget. Right, that's source. You do spear fishing in rivers and ponds and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, but I'm assuming that they like seals, so they go off for water and for air. They could stab it while they're trying to get for air. Wow, boys, yeah, boys, we're, we're for forgetting. Go, go, say, Boys, we're forgetting something very important, something very simple. That was uh-huh. a tool to catch sea life. Oh, a fishing rod? They had nets. They had nets. They had nets. They had nets. They were weaving. They had clothes. If they had clothes, 
I'm sure they could make nuts. Mm. Nuts were essential in catching sea lurks. Yeah, they were used it for rivers and stuff like that, yeah. Well, see, the fishing nets were only invented about 10,300 years ago. Okay. Well, I still believe that they're still able to find out a way, because kelp itself can be eaten. The plant itself can be eaten. That's how yeah. we use like, uh, for sushi and stuff like that. It can be used for many different various of things. Like yes, how Rochelle said. Eat the raw kelp that they took from the forest and eat the washes because that much salt water that must be on there um, would probably be... No, but the thing is that bad. kelp actually provides clean water. Hmm, interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. So I didn't know that either until I searched through my sources. But it provides clean water and also like tons of wildlife according to my source. Exactly. Well... So you learn so new every day. Yes, but my question is, how, how were they we do. catch that wildlife if fishing rods and fishing nets were dated to well, be invented? Again, they still, they still had some sort of weapon to kill something. And how you said before, how they were following their food like through the, uh, the brain number, excuse me. Um, it was still possible to find it, or at least to hunt. They, they're not, they might be very old and uh, unmodernized people or, or civilization, they still had a way, or they still had the, the brains to find a way to, to kill. There's no way they'll go on a on a trip or on a on a, a excavation or tradition, excuse me, uh, without knowing how to kill animals. Yeah, well, that's a very interesting theory, but uh, I'm actually here to refute the island hopping theory with uh, Restrepo. So my problem is with the island hopping is the same as I said before. How they I don't believe that they have the technology to go um completely across the Pacific Ocean, which takes up which is like which takes up um how, how do I say this more area than any any continent in the world. I mean there's actually a physical path, you know, you take the Marshall Islands, the French Polynesians, there's a lot more islands in the way than you think. Mm-hmm. There were people oh, on Hawaii already when we when people first discovered Hawaii. Levels were they there when they were? They were actually fairly low. Sea levels have been rising, so that means there's probably more land masses than you think, and that there already are. Yeah, but would they would they know how to survive on those islands? Because honestly, those islands probably don't have much wildlife on them. I mean, back then they could have. There was a lot more land. You know, we don't know. Like, there's people right now already on the French Polynesian, so they probably have a way to live. So. It makes sense that, you know, around like 1800 years ago when they were going across mm. the Pacific, you know, they probably had a lot more food there because people hadn't uh, taken abundant resources out. Yeah. Of it. All right. Well, just to wrap this up, because I think we're hitting the time limit of this podcast. Uh, we still are debating. I say we don't have a for sure accurate way of thinking because there's still, of course, uh, kind of contradiction between the two or between the three uh, theories. But to say the least, I think we're all in some sort of way uh, still curious of how there was, of how they were uh, transportation to the Americas, to the Americas. So anything of the host to say before we end it off? Uh, I think Deep should do the I believe that we all did a very good job. We all had very good I say the same thing. points to defend, to defend our own Agreed. theory. And we also all had very good points on on refuting each other's theories. I agree. 
All right. So, All right, so we'll see you guys in class. Get that out, Coach. I will see you in class. We'll see you guys in class. Have a great day. I'll see you in class. Peace out. I love you. Have a Peace great out. day, guys. Goodbye. Love you guys too. Peace Bye. Out.